nor the carpenter or blacksmith, or even the undertaker who had a card in his window testifying that he did. They all had good reason to turn me away. I'd see myself reflected in windows of carriages, houses and shops, and I looked uncivilised, tattered, filthy and riddled with lice. If I was to find honest labour, then I needed to cut my hair and cleanse both myself and the stinking clothes that made people wince whenever I came near them. The secluded slopes of a river fringed with oak and maple gave me an opportunity to wash. I stripped and lowered myself into the cold water, dipped beneath the bracing surface and rubbed my face and hair. A crop of floating lilies made flannels for my body, and I managed to banish some stench from my skin. I climbed out onto the bank and shivered while I rubbed myself dry with grass and leaves. I was still only half-dressed when a man's voice turned my head. That's a right dangerous place to swim. He spoke in a thin, nasal northern accent. Looks calm round here, but there are undercurrents that will suck you all the way down to the weir. The fellow was short and stocky, five or more years older than me, bearded, with big brown eyes that belonged more to a bear or dog than a man. He had long black curly hair, his hands were clustered with rings and held the leashes of two slobbering black bulldogs. We'll see you where I swim, mister. I picked up my shirt and put it on. Note. He allowed the dogs to move nearer to me. Except I'd rather this place wasn't infested with coppers pulling your body out of the water. He walked close enough to allow a dog to sniff at me. My name is Sebastian. Good for you. I pushed his mutt away. People call me Sebastian the Jew. Good for them. My name means nothing to you. I suppose it means you're Jewish. I fastened the rest of my shirt. Is that your Jew gang, mister? I nodded to a group of young men forming behind him. He glanced over his shoulder. Yes and no. They are my acquaintances, but they are not Jewish. Acquaintances? I repeated sarcastically. And do you intend to have your acquaintances beat upon me? I rolled up my sleeves and clenched my fists so the knuckles cracked like snapped twigs. Or are they charged with picking up what remains after your dogs are finished? These? He laughed as they pulled their leashes. The worst licking D and Dom will give you is with their tongues. Strange names for dogs? That's because they are strange dogs. Brothers they are, like the twins Tweedledee and Tweedledom. Dogs look the same, but are very different. One's lazy and one never rests. Only thing they have in common is they can't manage a dangerous bark between them, let alone a bite. His eyes assessed me in the manner a farmer might choose cattle at a market. That's an intriguing scar on your face. 
You must live a very boring life to find a scratch like that in any way interesting. On its own, you might be right, but it's not on its own. Your skin is browner than a berry, meaning you've not been labouring in any local factory but living rough. Your boots are fair knackered, a sure sign you've walked your legs short. Those clothes of yours stink worse than my mutt's asses, and your accent is not local, not local at all. So you see, there's a handful of reasons why your scar is interesting to me. I picked up my footwear and regarded him with suspicion. He was no toff, nor was he a working-class ruffian without brain or charisma. Behind him, more of his gang ominously gathered. There were now eight, maybe ten of them. I could not be sure because they were not still enough to count. You're right.